When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Hey everybody, it's Matthew Collar here. We're talking Vikings football five days a week on Purple Daily, available on Apple, Spotify, and the Score North app, or wherever you find your podcasts. And look, if you're tight on time right now and you can only listen to one segment from today's show, here it is. Okay, back here on Purple Daily, Matthew Collar with you, and usually he's only on Tuesdays and Thursdays, but we had an incident in the NFL last night with Miles Garrett, who has been suspended indefinitely after he swung his helmet, actually no, swung Mason Rudolph's helmet and hit him with his own helmet in the head, and the NFL coming down with quick punishment for him, along with a three-game suspension for Marquise Pouncey, and of course, Alex Boone, we needed you to chime in on this. Alex, as a brawler, what did you think of what happened last night with Miles Garrett? I mean, I think that was completely unacceptable. I think that when you talk about this league celebrating 100 years, for 100 years we haven't had a problem like that, and now all of a sudden we do. And I think when you're looking at it, it's so egregious because, yeah, we've seen people throw down before. We've seen people fight a little bit, but nobody's ever physically taken someone's helmet and swung it as a weapon. And not only that, but made connection with it. So I think that when you're looking at it, it's like, wow. This is one of the cardinal sins that we have always thought of, but nobody has ever been like, dude, it's gone that far. I mean, you have crossed a line that you can never come back from. So tell me what it's like to be in one of those things. I mean, because Mason Rudolph, he he doesn't really deserve to be punished too much or anything, maybe a fine. I don't know if he even got one for trying to yank Miles Garrett's helmet off. He was clearly frustrated. He threw four interceptions. And then after Garrett took his helmet, he went after him. Um, so you're you're in one of these kerfuffles. And, and what is that like as a player when you have big, giant, jacked men who are starting to get uh, really teed off? It, it, you know, it, it's it's interesting. Because there's always a calm head. And for me, it should have been the two offensive linemen standing there. And you, when you see something like that happening, you have to immediately take over the situation because things like this can happen. And maybe it's just because people in the past have been so good at trying to break these up so fast that it's never escalated to this. But to me, when somebody's taking your quarterback down, and Miles Garrett, I mean, we can talk about this. It looked to me like maybe the hit was a little bit late. Like, it took a long time to bring him down. I get it. Mason's upset. Miles Garrett's upset. He's been trying to get there all night. They were holding the living hell out of him all night. Like, I get it. Both sides are frustrated. But at some point, somebody has to step in and be like, guys, we're getting across the line now. Like, once the helmet was taken off, it should have been like, dude, we're done. We're going to tackle him. We're going to calm him down. We're going to grab the helmet. we got to do what we got to do. 
because you saw as soon as he grabbed the helmet, even Cleet Blakeman was like, dude, I don't know if I want to get around this. Like, I don't know what's going on. And as soon as he swung, Cleet took a step back like, dude, now I'm kind of fearing for my life. And you brought people into this situation that don't need to be involved because you're being silly about something that somebody says you're frustrated about. Dude, you're not the first person to be frustrated in a game, but you are the first person to swing your helmet as a weapon. And that's a no-no. Yeah, I, I've never seen anything like it. And the game was over. There was eight seconds left. It seemed like it would have been easy to just drop the helmet and walk away. And for Miles Garrett to take that extra step, I mean, he's going to get suspended. I imagine he comes back at the beginning of next season. But now I think that there is a target on him as somebody who is going to be looked at going forward as kind of a loose cannon and should have no leeway whatsoever in his future, which I, I think is hard probably for somebody at that position, but also he definitely earned it by doing that, by taking this to a level where it should never, ever go. I agree. I agree 100%. And I think that that's a big if if they bring him back because you're talking about a league right now that is up in arms, right? You have the players on one side like he wasn't safe enough. And say whatever you want. I've played in those Thursday night games, and I know what it takes to play in them, and they're very tough, okay? And we saw, what, like six or seven guys just go down in the game. There was guys that weren't even touched that were just falling down like, dude, I throw my hamstring. This is player safety. We got players playing on Thursday getting knocked out with concussions. Guys are bleeding out of their ear. And then you have a player take a helmet off and swing it. Like, dude, at some point the game is physical. I understand. It's barbaric. It's a bunch of gladiators out there doing what they do best and enjoying it. And sometimes people get hurt. But when you go over the line of taking someone's helmet off and swinging it, you've crossed the line that, like I said, you can't come back from. And for me as a teammate, it's like, man, now you've pitted me in a bad situation, okay? Because I don't agree with that, but you're on my team. So I have to defend you. And it's funny to me because as soon as it happened, you saw everybody in Cleveland was kind of like, we're going to distance ourselves very right. quickly. Yes. Baker was like, unacceptable. Coach, embarrassed. He's embarrassed. I'm embarrassed. This is unacceptable. Everybody's slowly backing up because they know what's going to happen, right? And, and, the league can't just let him come back like that. Like, there has to be – you have to really think about, do we want to bring this guy back and what is the image going to be? Right, right, yeah. I mean, I, I think the rest of the year makes a lot of sense, and then it would be – basically, if there's anything like this that ever happens with him again, it is lifetime ban for him, which is something that, I mean, is really hard to do in the NFL. There's a lot of guys who have come back from a lot of stuff. but Bontes. but Right, but getting uh, banned, um, this this is probably the only thing that could get you to that point. I mean, I, I equate it to, in baseball, Juan Marichal swung a bat and hit a pitcher with it after he had been hit by a pitch i mean that's about the only equivalent to something like this but but i want your opinion on the marquis pouncey three game suspension because i i think he comes out of this looking like a guy who was just defending his quarterback when things got really crazy absolutely and if you know marquis or his brother you know that they love this game and they're very passionate about it this isn't the first time he's done something like this you know there are offensive linemen in this league that are very passionate about their quarterbacks not only that but their own players I mean, you're so with this guy all day, and you care for him, and you're taking all the shots for him, right? And not only that, but he's a young player, and he's kind of filling a role of a superstar, so there's a lot of pressure on him as it is. You're instantly like, dude, I got your back. Whether you like the kid or not, you're like, hey, man, I feel for you, and I'm going to be here for you. So when you see somebody do something that egregious, I absolutely, absolutely don't blame him for what he did. I think it's wrong that they gave him three games. You and I talked before, and I said, listen, if I were the league, I'd say, hey, we're going to count this as an unnecessary roughness penalty. We're going to fine you $27,000. Get the hell out of here and don't do it again. You can't really come down on a player. It's like, hey, listen, I know your player just got 
whack-a-mole by his own helmet, but you have to stand back and do nothing. Like, that's hard for an emotional team. Right, right. And, you know, I think that what's going to happen here, I wouldn't be surprised if Marquise Pouncey uh, decides to challenge the suspension and they reduce it to one game. I mean, I think that's what they should do. They went a little over the top with that, and I I think if they talk to other players in the league that they would tell them, look, that's kind of what you have to do in that situation. I mean, maybe kicking him is the one thing I would say is worth a one-game suspension, um, but to not rip his own helmet off and start throwing it at, at Miles Garrett, I think showed at least some restraint there for Marquise Pouncey. Um, now, I wanted to ask you what you thought of Baker's comments right after because I thought that was actually the most mature we have seen Baker Mayfield look, and he played really well in the game. He got them in position to miss a few field goals that they should have made, and I thought it was an important game for him to play well just because of how bad things have been going, and he gets interviewed, and I think that him being blunt in that situation was actually good and showed maturity. Absolutely. I think that that's what you wanted him to say. And as a, as a city, I think Cleveland was like, man, we're going to have to rally around whatever Baker says. Cause I think it could have went either way, right? Like at the time, there's a lot of emotions going and people start poking at you about your team. And yeah, dude, something crazy just happened, but you haven't really digested it. So for him to sit down and go, listen, that's unacceptable. However, we shake this tree out. That was completely unacceptable. That's what we've been looking for from Baker. Like, Baker, we need you to call it like it is, but we need you to do it in a tough manner. And that was a tough way to do it. But it was the right move because I'm telling you, and maybe it's, maybe it's just me, but I know I've talked to a few guys that were like, dude, I, we all played a long time. Nobody ever thought of taking a helmet off and swinging it at another player. Like, that was just not condoned. It would not have worked for your own team because your teammates are like, dude, what are you doing? You're putting us in a bad situation. You think of, I think of all these coaches. As soon as I saw him do that, I go, now I know why all these coaches were like, we don't allow fighting in our own practice because it escalates to that in a game. Right. When, when coaches would sit there and they'd be like, there is no fighting. I think of the Mike Zimmers and the Jim Harbaugh and all these tough coaches that were like, there is absolutely no fighting in practice. And if there was, you got kicked out, you got fined. Let me tell you right now, it was the most expensive punch you ever threw. And and they all used to say it. And it was true. But you know what? It never went to that in a game because there were rules. And you knew the rules. Listen, there's never to be a fight. I can't fight with my own team. I can't fight with the other team because then it hurts my team. Right. These are all things that are trickling down now that you're like, man, this is – like, it all makes sense. I get now why these coaches are like, we don't want to fight each other. We don't want to fight them. We just want to play ball because – Man, did that look really ugly, too. Okay, Alex, maybe the toughest question I've ever asked you. Why does this always happen to Cleveland? You're from Cleveland. Explain this to me. I don't know. I had a lot of friends call me like, dude, is this real life? And I was like, dude, I'm not sure. I don't know. I'll call you back. I mean, it's just (laughs) you want to talk about a team that was crowned almost the Super Bowl champs and the road that – I mean, I know that they won last night, but it feels like a real loss. I mean, any way you shake it, they feels like they – yesterday they're going to lose their best player for the rest of this year god knows how much longer but you talk about the morale of a team and now people look at your team as people are associating your team with that action whether you were involved or not they're going to be oh yeah he's part of that cleveland team you know those guys and it's like oh dude we're not like that here okay things got out of control and for me it kind of kills the momentum of a team so i'm really hoping baker takes over yeah, I mean, the the fact that they got the win and they're not completely out of it, just looking at their schedule going forward, there's a lot of games that they could still win and make this interesting down the stretch, but that's going to be really darn difficult without Miles Garrett. And, and, and you look at what he's been able to do on defense, and one of the top guys in the league in sacks and pressures and getting to the quarterback, 
and, and, and not only like his effect on the field, but off the field. And, you know, you guys talk about what a great guy he is. You're going to lose that in your locker room now. You're not going to have that anymore. And, you know, what is the media going to do to your team now? I mean, this is, it's one of those things that's hard to overcome because it comes from all angles. Right. And because you're like, man, I can't stop the flood. Right. You're, you're, everyone's like, listen, we're going to put all these fires out together. Right. But then all of a sudden you get swarmed by bees. And you're like, dude, you, there, there was no chance we were going to come out of this alive. It just didn't have a chance. Well, you and I talked about there are certain topics that transcend sports that end up on Dateline or whatever, 60 minutes that they're talking about sports for. And I think this is one of them. I mean, the, the NFL. This isn't just making the Cleveland Browns look bad. This is making the NFL look bad because it yeah. already has this major issue with dealing with the amount of violence that goes on. And you mentioned last night, the dude bleeding out of his ear is pretty messed up, honestly. And yeah. and to have them playing on Thursday nights and to have concussion issues that we've talked about for a very long time, and then you tack this on, I don't know how the Cleveland Browns all of a sudden can just say, okay, moving on with our season without Miles, no big deal. I think that there is going to be a lot of attention for this as we go forward. Absolutely. It's another wake-up call. I mean, you think about it, you're talking about player safety, and, you know, I think about Ryan Shazier, and that was a huge wake-up call for people. And now all of a sudden people are going to have another wake-up call. It's going to be like, dude, player safety, are they really protecting these players as much as they say they are? And right. we're going to find out because if they let – listen, if they give Miles Garrett a lesser sentence than they did Vontez Perfect, all hell is going to raise. And I don't care who anybody is. They're going to be like, dude, Miles Garrett did something way worse than Vontez Perfect. He physically went out of his way to commit that act. And now they're saying they're coming after him like criminally. Like his agent's like, yeah, we're, we're thinking about going to the police. Like, <laughs> dude, don't even – the suspension worry about this guy trying to come at you in another angle like this is taking legs and grown and you're right player safety before was kind of like mom people were very quiet about oh yeah yeah we care we care now you're going to be forced to care yep i want to know what are you going to do about this this is a precedent right something has happened for the first time whether it happened in year 100 or year 1000 it's happened now how do you react from that going forward people are going to know like if you never let him back people will never take their helmet off again never will yeah. a helmet ever come off the field again because people will know we're not playing around yeah. this is a yeah, yeah. serious issue and we look like a bunch of barbarians and a bunch of morons right now when you're swinging helmets around and people are kicking each other you're right at the end of the day i agree with what mark did but it looks bad for everybody and a whole group now people are like oh look at these guys they just want to fight each other and it looks terrible and right. they're right yeah and it's sort of you know, uh, being around NFL players all the time and, and you playing in the NFL, you know how many great people play in the game. And yet there will always be people who look at NFL players like thugs. And when you do something like this, it sort of perpetuates that, unfortunately, and gives those people more of an argument that they don't deserve to have. But um, they're, you know, now on like solid ground saying it because, look, a guy just attacked another guy with a weapon and hit him in the head and could have killed him. So it's right. uh, really unfortunate for everyone that that. Uh, uh, Miles Garrett did that, and we'll see where the suspension goes. Well, that's it for us this week. Alex, great stuff this week, man. Your usual Tuesday and Thursday. I appreciate the time here to break this down. I figured it, when there's a when there's a melee, who else can we go to? I can't ask Judd. Dude, I'm in. I'm always in for the <laughs> melee. And you know what? I kind of like this Friday time. We might have to add on a little Friday, too. You know what? I, I don't dislike it. I don't dislike no. it at all. All right, sounds good. Alex, thanks uh, for your time, buddy. Uh, we're wrapping up here. Going to hand off the ball now to Mackie and Judd with Rami. If you missed any of this week, make sure you go back and check out the podcast feed at scorenorth.com or wherever you get your podcast. We had a lot of fun leading up to Vikings and Broncos. We will talk to you right after that game when Judd and I break it down. So we'll catch you then here on Purple Daily.
Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. And take your workout to the next level with accessories like non-slip grip dumbbells, a heart rate monitor, cycling shoes, and more. Peloton, motivation that moves you. This limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.